This is the 9 to 10 a.m. Horses in the Morning Hour of the 2016 Horse Radio Network Holiday Radiothon by Weatherbeta, with voicemails sponsored by Horselovers.com. To hear all 12 hours of the Radiothon, visit Horseradionetwork.com and click on the Radiothon banner on the right side of the page. If you are listening on iTunes or on a podcast catcher, then you will find it under the Horse Radio Network All Shows feed or the Stable Scoop Radio Show feed. If you are listening on the Horse Radio Network phone app, you will find it all 12 hours of it under the Stable Scoop radio show. To see who won the prizes and to check out the sponsors, visit HolidayRadioThon.com. Thank you all for listening and enjoy. Twas the night before Christmas at Flyover Farm. Not a creature was stirring, all quiet in the barn. The licky things hung on each stall with care. From our dear Uncle Jimmy, Santa soon too would be there. Everyone's safe, the chickens snug in their roost, except for one Houdini, a Mustang named Zeus. Helena and Buck were cozy in bed, enjoying their first Christmas as newlyweds. When out in the field, there arose such a clatter. Glenn sprung from the bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window, he flew up ten feet, only to find Scooter throwing his ball and wanting a treat. The moon on the crest of the new-fallen snow came Reese doing tempies and pirouettes on hello. When what to my wandering eyes looked so vast but a miniature sleigh pulled by eight giant drafts with a mighty fine driver and Carol she'd sing. I knew in a moment it must be Doc Wendy Ying. More rapid than Pharaoh, Nyquist or Chrome, she whistled and shouted and headed towards home. Now Nigel, now Brody, now Scooter and Thor. On Chili, on Dante, oh look, there's more. To the top of the porch, to the top of the wall, now dash away, dash away, dash away all. As I drew in my head and was turning around, the HRN host came down with a bound, and in our hung stocking we would hope to find KPP, Omega Alpha, and those awesome smooth strides. On this eve of Christmas, we'll be out feeding hay, and come in all muddy, much to our horse hubby's dismay. We'll be feeding and sweeping and mucking the stall to make sure our beloved horses are safe one and all. Now one can't forget our dear Leslie Wiley, because without her, Mondays would be so much less smiley. As a child, she pleaded with only one Christmas dream. She finally got her pony princess, and oh, what a team. It's been a great year. HRN's going strong. Awesome guests, lots of laughs, and the sheath cleaning song. So while doing our chores or heading to work with a yawn, we'll be thankful to listen to this year's Radiothon. We are especially grateful for all of the hosts, and soon comes the grand prize one winner will boast. At the end of the 12th hour, Glenn will say with delight, Merry Christmas to all, and to all, a good night. Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy Radiothon. Deck the stalls with herds of horses. Listener voicemails and prizes. Special guest 12 hours live This is your fantasy ride It's the Holiday Radio Thong on the Horse Radio Network And here we go, hour one, the horses in the morning hour of the Horse Radio Network 12-hour live holiday radiothon by Weatherbeto with additional support provided by Horse Lovers, Omega Alpha Equine, North Run, and Favorite Cowgirl Coffee. I am Glenn McGeek, and with me in the studio in Ocala, Florida, is host of the driving radio show, Dr. Wendy Ying. 
and we are your MCs for the entire 12 hours. Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the 12-hour marathon today. Hi, Dr. Ying. Hey, Glenn. I'm so happy to be here for the second annual Radiothon. It's going to be so much fun. We have a lot of things planned for you today. Unfortunately, we had, you know how, Wendy, when you go to the horse show and you forget things? Yeah. And you've forgotten your girth, and then you have to go buy one for $100 because at, horse, at horselovers.com, and then you come back, and you've forgotten something else. Remember how all that goes? Yes. Yeah, well, that's what happened right before the show started. Everything was working fine, and then all of a sudden, our call-in system uh, stopped. So we don't have Jamie with us at the moment, which is fortunate because we actually recorded a couple of the interviews to start the show today, and we can deal with that little problem while we're playing the recordings for you. So Jamie will be here. Hold on. We'll get her on here somehow. We're going to get this figured out. And uh, that's what always happens when you go to a horse show and forget stuff. And I I don't think this... I don't actually think this one's our problem. You know what it's like? (laughs) When you have your dressage test and you're like, you know, I get this 15-minute pre-dressage test nervousness. But it's like walking into the arena and your horse pulls a shoe off. And it's going to take you a little while to fix it, but your time is right now. So that's what we're dealing with. That's what we're dealing with, and we'll get it fixed, and it, 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 we'll, we'll make sure that it happens one way or another here on the show today. We've got 12 hours to figure it that's out. That's right. <laughs> 12 hours. <laughs> yeah, and, and, you know, this stuff always happens when you do live shows. It's, yeah. uh, it's guaranteed. But we have a lot of stuff going on today. We have 12 hours of unbelievable guests for you. Uh, we, you know, we have uh, 24 guests lined up for the day. And uh, I think you're going to love them. You know, we also got, it is the year of the listeners. So we had a little help from Nicole Lutzma did that opening poem for you today. Congratulations, Nicole, you got chosen for that. That was quite an honor. And she receives one of Mary Kitzmiller's first uh, actual wooden carvings of the Horse Radio Network logo. She's going to get the first one of those that ever was produced. Then Jared Rogerson did the opening song that you heard there. It was engineered by Lars of Sage Sound in Boulder, Wyoming. And we also got a little uh, little help. uh, Jennifer usually talks about what's coming up on today's show. Well, we got a little help from Nikki Lambert to talk about what's coming up on today's show. And here we go. Do you hear what I hear? That's right, everyone. Horse Radio Network, Radiothon is here. Yep, Glenn, it's that time again. Dust off those nerve-wracking holiday tunes. Jamie, get prepared to have Dominic the Christmas Donkey stuck in your head on a loop. Listeners, make sure to call out sick, sit back, and uncork the wine. Because you know that 12 hours of Horse Radio Network is going to be a jolly good time. Authors and fans, get ready to share your best holiday wishes, poems, songs, and delights. Don't forget to also share your fantasy horse and fantasy ride. So turn up the volume and unwrap your holiday cheer. Get ready to be astounded and amazed by all the sponsored giveaways. I mean, fantastic guests that the host tirelessly took the time to book throughout the year. But most of all, be joyous and be happy. And for heaven's sake, get your daughter or son that Christmas pony. So before the sound gets to sound like a really bad ad, I want to wish everyone and their equine friends health, wealth, and merriment today and throughout the year. 
That's right. That's what we got planned for you. 12 hours of unbelievable guests. We're going to give away over $4,200 in prizes today. And we have 20 hosts coming on, hopefully. 20 hosts coming on, and hopefully we'll get to a lot of callers as well. Our theme for this year's Radiothon is your fantasy ride. So basically, we asked, we're going to be asking all the guests and hopefully some of the callers during the day if what their fantasy ride is, if they could ride or drive any horse from past or or present, what horse would that be and where would you want to do it? We All the schedule, the prizes, and the guests are all listed at HolidayRadiothon.com. So if you want to see the details for the entire day, just go to HolidayRadiothon.com and you'll find all of that. And uh, we are brought to you today, our title sponsor is Weatherbeta. And Weatherbeta was supposed to be on with us right now, but she's in the same fate. Poor, poor Rana's in the same fate as Jamie. Is We can't get her on right now, so I apologize for that. But Weatherbeta has introduced a new line of completely revamped turnout blankets. It's called Comfortech. And we are going to be talking about those Comfortech blankets all day long. We're going to be giving you the details on that. You can check out their complete range of Comfortech blankets at weatherbeta.com slash Comfortech. And also, Wendy's going to, each hour, we're going to give away prizes leading up to the grand prize at the end of the day, which is $1,500 worth. You either you had one of two ways to get entered into the prizes. The first way was that you could send us a voicemail, which we'll be playing all day long. We had 100 voicemails, and I think you're going to enjoy hearing those, some really, really good ones this year. And then Wendy is also going to be announcing hourly winners of prizes. Wendy, what is up for this hour? Oh, well, we have some great prizes this hour. The first one we have is your choice of any North Run bridal, up to $200. And North Run sets the standards for others to follow. I love those bridles. And our other prize is a prize package from the official coffee of the uh, Holiday Radiothon. It's favorite cowgirl coffee, which I just had this morning for the first time. It was so delicious. They're offering a Christmas gift pack valued at over $100. So that's a lot of coffee from our friends at Favorite Cowgirl Coffee. And this is what's fueling us for the whole 12 hours of the day. Our call-in number, if you want to call in, you can still call in. Jennifer's monitoring calls, even though we can't hear them right now. Jennifer is monitoring calls at 435-272-1997. If you want to be entered for the prizes all day long, just give her a call. She'll add you to the list so that you're automatically entered for the prizes all day long. Well, let's get this show started. Fortunately, our first guest was recorded, and I know Jamie would have loved to be here to introduce our first guest, and I apologize that she can't, but she does do the introduction during this recording. We are very excited to lead the day with Christian Bush, who is of Sugarland, and I know a lot of you know about Sugarland. Uh, but first, we have to hear from our sponsor for this hour, and that's Omega Alpha Equine. This is Dr. Gordon Chang from Omega Alpha Pharmaceuticals. On behalf of Omega Alpha Pharmaceuticals, the staff, and myself, I'd like to wish a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year, and a Happy Holiday Season to all the listeners of the Horse Radio Network.
season and it is the time where we, gosh, reconnect, I guess. It's been a couple of years since I've talked to our, our next guest. And I'm, just to give you a brief background, Glenn, Christian Bush and I became friends when I was 18 years old. I actually have been stalking him for two years pr- prior to that. Um, <laughs> I got a fake ID so I could go to Billy Pilgrim shows. That was a band he was in, a band called Billy Pilgrim. And Christian had this long blonde hair and these big blue eyes. And he was in a band with this tall, dark and handsome guy. And I was their number one fan. <clears throat> Excuse me. Went to, went to all, all the shows I could and uh, when I became 18, I started working for them selling CDs. And as I got older, genius me, right? Because because I'm that girl. Well, who do I date in the band? The other guy. <laughs> Who's the other guy? You ask? Who's the other guy? Exactly. You don't know. <laughs> However, <laughs> the one I didn't date went on to super famous international stardom in a band called Sugarland. And fortunately, uh, that relationship ended and we remained friends. So that's the good thing uh, that came out of it. So we welcome to the show Christian Bush. Hey, Christian. <laughs> Hey, Jamie. How are you? That's been the story of her life, Christian. Right? <laughs> uh, I, you know, I've never really heard her say it out loud in like less than a paragraph. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> I could have gone on, but I figured I'd keep it short. We're, you know, on a time crunch here. <laughs> you don't have all that. That's perfect. <laughs> well, fortunately, uh, we did remain friends. And, and part of my Christmas holidays, every year for Christmas, um, usually on December 23rd, Christian and I would go Christmas shopping and we would. Yeah. And, and for some reason we'd uh, we always on that day, every single year would go Christmas shopping. And, and, um, then it got to the point where all of a sudden I wasn't the only person who was with him. Like all of a sudden he's famous. And so <laughs> we really haven't gone Christmas shopping since you got super famous. You don't need to be mobbed in the mall or whatever, but, uh, so th- that's definitely one of my better holiday memories that I have. And, uh, I, I don't even know. I mean, I guess you remember that. Of course I do. Well, why don't we keep doing that? Except that, yeah, it's, it's kind of hard for me now, but yeah. it doesn't like, it doesn't mean we can't like sit in somebody's living room and like tear up the internet and go Christmas shopping online. Amazon. <laughs> Amazon. Exactly. <laughs> well, Little, little drunk shop and never hurt anybody. I know, right? Well, uh, yeah, that's, gosh, that 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 was some of the the best times ever for sure. And I do remember the one time we're in the in the mall together and we're walking around Linux Square Mall and and you said to me, um, not to be whatever, but just to let you know, I got my first check from Sugarland and I can pretty much buy anything. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you're super cool now. It <laughs> <laughs> was a weird feeling, you know, like to have a job where you get paid nothing forever and you're doing the same job you were doing the day before and they paid you a check that had more zeros than you. I've, I've ever seen in my whole life. And, you know, we never took advances. So in the music business, they can either pay you up front or you can wait to see if, if you win. And if you win, they pay you all of it at the end, you know? And uh, I totally remember that trip <laughs> shopping. Yeah, it was it, it was uh, it was very memorable. That's for sure. Well, 
in the years that we've been friends, what I wanted to know, because this is the Horse Radio Network, I wanted to rem- I wanted to know if you remember meeting my horse. I do. And I was really confused because it was inside of a city. <laughs> yeah. So, so you, were, you were like, here, meet my horse. And I was like, well, uh, but this is your house. She lives inside Atlanta, in metro Atlanta. Why do you have a horse in your house? She keeps them in the living room still. Uh, They're still in the living room. No, we should have known then what was going to happen to you. (laughs) (laughs) The backstory on that is I was about to move to Kentucky the next morning, and Christian had come to say goodbye. Um, And instead of driving way outside the perimeter of Atlanta to go pick up my horse and then drive back in and move to Kentucky, I just went and got him and put him in my backyard, which was the, my mom's like pool area. And I, this guy comes over and he must've, you must've thought I was the craziest person on the planet. Well, I mean, you were definitely unique. <laughs> You're so polite. I mean... <laughs> now, Christian, you are the, the Chris, the country Christmas guy. You have written more Christmas songs. And, and I remember 15 years ago, you put out a, a Christmas album. Are you still doing that? Oh, I, I try to uh, put out as much Christmas music as possible whenever I can do it. Um, you know, it's, it's, I kind of love Christmas music because I'm already kind of a hopeless romantic sappy type character and uh <laughs> and with christmas music you can even double down on that like you can just go straight for making people cry yes what is christmas like for you by the way walk me through your your well, day uh my christmas is is um you know i'm i'm sentimental so i i still have a tree and I, you know i'm not crazy enough to have like more than one tree yet you know some people <laughs> do that now Mm-hmm. Um, they're like, oh, we got to have a tree that's decorated like this and a tree like that. Um, in every room. But, yeah, in every room. Now, I, I, that's not me, but um, I uh, I bought the house that I live in squarely for the fireplace and squarely so that I could only use it during Christmas. Um, which, by the way, has anybody else thought how weird that is? Like, you're burning the tree and you're looking at the tree. It's like... <laughs> It's like eating a chicken and egg biscuit. It's weird. Um, but I, I, what I love is I love waking up. I make my kids get up and hang out in pajamas and open presents. And then I sleep. I, it's a mandatory nap in the middle of the day. Um, and, you know, since I've had kids, I, I, I stop traveling great distances to see family. I make them travel great distances to see me. So, do you have a favorite holiday Christmas food? Ooh, my favorite holiday Christmas food. Um, I think it has morphed over time. I used to be, and I don't know if anybody else likes this, but I used to really like that egg custard, which is somewhere between pudding and a milkshake. And it's not really eggnog, but it's a little bit stronger. Okay, that does uh, sound gross. Is there any alcohol in it? I hope not. No, no. Okay. But good, good, good. You don't need the, the sugar will get you so high that you don't even know what to do with yourself. <laughs> but um, so so I'm a big fan of that. Um, in the last number of years, I've been sent from Wisconsin uh, the strudels, the Christmas strudels, 
from a friend of mine, and I didn't think I would like them, but now I do. Now, this is like Christmas, like, the 500-level class. This is not like, oh, I like the cinnamon rolls or the whatever on Christmas morning. No, this is heavy duty. This is, you get, like, you need cold brew coffee to go with it just to stay alive. (laughs) That's funny. And do you have a favorite (laughs) Christmas drink, alcoholic drink? And song. I want to know his favorite Christmas song. Yeah, Christmas song. Well, my my favorite Christmas drink is probably um, it's probably an old fashioned. But that's pretty much my drink. Oh my god, are you eighty? I don't know anybody that (laughs) my parents didn't even drink old fashions. My grandparents did. You know what? I'm going to help you right now. Okay. Because you don't. Yeah, I'm going to help you. What you're going to do is on Christmas, on Christmas Eve. Once you're done putting together all the things you need to put together, um, you are then going to make yourself an old-fashioned with one giant ice cube. You're going to sit next to the fire, and you're going you're gonna to look at the Christmas tree, and you're going to listen to, like, you're going to listen to Nat King Cole's side one of his Christmas record. And you're going to die because you're so happy. <laughs> <laughs> All will be right with your the world, world. Glenn. That's right. Or I'll be passed out. One or the other. <laughs> no, is it is it is it wrong of me to ask? Because I'm sure I'm not the only girl. What the hell is an old fashioned? Go ahead, explain uh, it to an her. Old, an old an old fashioned is a uh, in a high. It's in a, a rather a low ball glass, right? It's a bourbon drink. So you, it's Kentucky bourbon. I like to drink Woodford. Um, Good band. And they have one one ice cube in it. And it has a, a little bit of uh, uh, bitters, and then you have a the peel of an orange that you then kind of uh, put a light or two and, and get it to burn just a little bit. And then you rub the orange around the rim of the glass and drop the orange in it, the orange peel. And See, so Glenn, it tastes like bourbon. It's a bourbon drink. It's awesome. Honest to God, this See, Glenn, is something our great-grandparents drank. Well, no, but see, this is what beans. happens when uh, you get rich and famous. You have a bartender come into your house and burn orange peels and put them in your drink. <laughs> That's all you know I what? heard was, and then James, make me another old fashioned. You know, my wife and I, I spent years trying to figure out what the hell are bitters anyway. I mean, we just could never quite figure out what bitters were. I mean, I know what they are, but I didn't know what they were. You know what I mean? You just it's buy like, a bottle of it, right? You buy a bottle yeah. of it. It's like, well, what? What do they grow on trees? Where do you get bitters? You know. It's like... <laughs> now, Christian, thought... let me move to the country song. Tell our Christmas song. What's your favorite Christmas song? I got to keep Glenn on track uh, here. Uh, my favorite Christmas song, strangely enough, is Frosty the Snowman. I have never <laughs> recorded Frosty the Snowman. I don't know why, but it is one of my favorite Christmas songs. And that's that's a really simple, weird answer, but that's that's the truth. I write a lot of Christmas songs, so um, and none of them are as good as Frosty. But they—they, <laughs> uh, they, you know, they each have their own special charm. Gotcha. I, that was not the answer I was expecting, but I'll what, take it. What, what were you expecting? Song. I don't know. I what's was your, expecting. What's your favorite Christmas song? Uh, Billy Pilgrim did a version of "Oh Come All You Faithful" one time, and I think that one was stuck with me. Ah, yes. We also did a really great. Um, Noel. That's true. Okay. Didn't you sing that at like some basketball game or something? I don't know. At Christmas time, oh, yeah. I can't. Remember. We totally did. Yeah. You know, it's 
it's it's pretty cool. We we put out a Christmas record at Sugarland, and they gave us a Christmas special, and it's still running today. Like they, I think Jennifer does it again, and I think she did it a couple weeks ago. But um, you know, you get a, you get obsessed with that kind of uh, the temperature. You know, Christmas music is is always meant to be in the background. It's never meant to be in the foreground. You know, it's it's what you put on while you're engaging in doing the things you do around Christmas. You don't sit down and go, ooh, listen to this, right? But what's awesome about Christmas music is that it just, it's the most memorable music ever. Mm-hmm. You know, they were, they were always written in June or July because the writers and the artists had to record them then in order to get them released in October so that they were on the radio um, or on the shelves to be purchased in December. So. It's, it's very interesting to me every time you hear a Christmas song to close your eyes and imagine what swimming pool, you know, these people will decide. <laughs> I think I spoke to you one time. I called you or we were talking and you're like, yeah, um, just writing Christmas music. It's July. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. And, and my, my, my newest favorite one was the one I did last year. I wrote it with a, uh, a country singer named Chris Young. And uh, and a couple other friends of mine, and I had brought in this idea that, you know, sometimes Christmas can be stressful because you have your family around you, and maybe you don't always have your family around you, so suddenly they can stress you the, out completely. And there's a point, usually in a family gathering like that, where suddenly people just start drinking. <laughs> just just to provide a little bit of buffer between each other, you know, and, uh, it, and you inevitably slip on the banana peel, you know, and somebody says something they shouldn't or does something they shouldn't do. And it's just the story of every single family. So we wrote that song last year. It's called thinking about drinking for Christmas. And we'll be playing that shortly just for fun. <laughs> yes. Ah, <laughs> Obviously, Sugarland, internationally famous monster country band, and you guys have taken a break. Jennifer had a kid. What's going on with you guys? Well, Jennifer had a kid and got married again. Yes. And uh, I joke that it's sometimes it's like two kids. Um, <laughs> and uh, but uh, she, she did, and, and is raising a family, and decided she wanted to go. And as you remember, way back when go back and start singing by herself the way she was when I, I met her and, right. and, and kind of auditioned her into Sugarland. She wanted to go take a stab at it again. And she's had a couple of albums of that. And, uh, and those are kind of coming to a close here pretty soon, I think. And, um, you know, I, I think it's about time for some more Sugarland music. We all agree. Here. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, you heard it here yeah. first. <laughs> Yeah, no, well, I mean, we, I, I think that we, we have two albums left with uh, our record company, for sure. So it's just a matter of time. It just de- depends on when. And, you know, you know, as, as if anybody out there has families, you, you know, you got to be very patient with, with how you decide to manage your, t- your, your time. And as a parent, as a, a, a working parent, you know, you got to be careful with that. And I respect it. I cannot thank you enough for coming on. I, as long as we've been friends, I've never, ever asked to have you on or interview you or even really, you know, kind of talk about you. So 
it, it's real special that you agreed to do this and I appreciate it. And I appreciate you taking this much time out of your, out of your day. I mean, <laughs> Jamie Lynn Spears is waiting for you. Come on. <laughs> and then I woke up from my dream. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, th- thank you. And thank you both. And, uh, and of course, Jamie, anytime, you know, it's, um, I feel very lucky and grateful to have, um, uh, the life that's happened. And I certainly would love to share my stories anytime you want to hear me yap about them. All right. That, he, he, we'll, we'll talk to you Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Merry Christmas, everybody. Bad drinking for Christmas. Top with some holiday wishes. It doesn't matter what you're sipping, it's the gift that keeps on giving. Just you have reached the Horse Radio Network voicemail line. Please leave your voicemail after the tone. It's Delia from Horselovers.com, and my fantasy ride is Secretariat. Please enjoy these voicemails brought to you by Horselovers.com. Radiothon 2016, just want you to know that I am listening. All the way from Hawaii, in paradise you'll find me. My favorite show is Horses in the Morning. Glenn the Geek and Jamie Jennings make me laugh in the mornings. They asked me to say my fantasy ride today. Latigo Dunnett, a.k.a. Hollywood from L.A. Aloha, this is Laura Berry from Hawaii, wishing you a happy Horse Radio Network Holiday Radiothon. Melikalikimaka! Hi, Glenn and Wendy and the whole Hit'em crew. Thanks again for putting on another Radiothon. I have no doubt that this year is going to be just as great or even better than last year's. But if I could have a choice to ride one horse, even though we've had some great contenders with American Pharaoh and Pelegro and Chrome... I honestly think my fantasy ride would have to be Zeus the Mustang. Um, I just love how he has this crazy antics, and there's always a story about him. And I love a horse with heart. So that's my fantasy ride for this year, and hopefully maybe, Jamie, I get that chance to ride him. But anyway, happy holidays, Hit'em crew, and thanks for all that you do. From Joy and the Arabian Mares. Hi, Horse Radio Network. I really enjoyed being able to listen this year and follow along with all your exciting adventures. And I thought today, in honor of Radiothon, I would write you guys a poem just explaining um, the things that I really enjoy about the Horse Radio Network and the reasons that I listen. So, here goes! The Horse Radio Network. It's a place we all love as we clean out our barn stalls or have feed bags to shove. When we plug in those headphones, the time passes fast. With Glenn, Jen, and Jamie, each chore seems a blast. Though each episode's fun, what's amazing to me is each time I hit listen, I'm learning, you see. From makeup to mustangs, or sheath cleaning too, from beet pulp to bridles, so much learning I do. The guests are amazing from all walks of life, some English, some Western, but rarely there's strife. 
This place brings us together. It breaks down the walls. It reaches the horse world. It touches us all. So why don't you listen? That's my question for you. There's 5,000 options, so pick one or two. And join us, the family of HRN Land. Time spent here is exciting, and the ride has been grand. I hope you guys have a great day. Hey, Glenn, and the whole Horses in the Morning herd, um, at everyone there at the Horse Radio Network and everyone listening. First, I just wanted to wish you guys all a very, very, very Merry Christmas and the happiest of happy yee holidays from me and Sam and Jane and Bo and our puppy dog, Bear, and all of our kitty cats. The horse from the past who I would be so honored not to ride um, because she's already done enough. I would just want to be able to spend some time with the amazing rock star mayor, Sergeant Reckless, the amazing Marine who gave so much to so many. And I feel very honored to somehow feel like I do know her a little bit already because of knowing the amazing rock star cowgirl, Robin Hutton, who wrote a beautiful book about Sergeant Reckless and who has made it her mission to make sure that Reckless is honored all over the world. Um, as some of y'all may already know, I am named after an amazing Marine named Don Templeton and my dad is a Marine as well. And so I just also want to take this opportunity to thank all the veterans out there who are currently serving and who have served to thank you so much. And this means two and four-legged. So God bless all of y'all for your service. Have a wonderful, wonderful, happy holiday season. Love y'all. Dream big. Work hard. Have faith. Bye. Story night. The barn is brightly shining. It is the night that our dear pink gives birth. Laid out in straw as Jamie stands and watches till it appeared a healthy, strong foe. He tries to stand, and Jamie cries with joy. Chestnut and crow, just like she always wanted. Tonight he's born. Rolex is our future. Rolex, Rolex, our Rolex is where we're bound. Merry Christmas from Woodbrook Stables in Lakewood, Washington, everybody. TheHorseLovers.com 50 Days of Christmas is in full swing. Every day to the end of December, HorseLovers.com adds an amazing deal of the day to make your holiday shopping even easier. Sign up for their email list so you are the first to know about these amazing holiday buys. Or visit HorseLovers.com slash HRN every day so you don't miss a thing. That's HorseLovers.com slash HRN. Plus, hold the Christmas presses. HorseLovers.com is offering a special gift with purchase just for Radiothon listeners. Horse Lovers partnered with Mrs. 
Texas Pastures to create a special treat bag just for us. Spend at least $20 with Horse Lovers and enter radio in the coupon box at checkout and you will get a special Mrs. Pastures gift with purchase. This is an exclusive code just for Radiothon listeners. Good while supplies last. Visit horselovers.com slash HRN today. Well, we're back, and I hope we have Jamie with us, do we? Can you hear me? Yay! Jamie's here. Yay! I'm here. <laughs> you guys just didn't want me on the beginning. I, I get guess. it. <laughs> I was shaking. I was in so much of a panic, because basically, if we couldn't get you on, we couldn't get any callers or guests, so or hosts. It was just going to be Wendy and I all day talking to each other. <laughs> oh, my God. Boring. What a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that is a nightmare. Thanks, Jamie. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> well, Merry Christmas, Jamie, and welcome to the show. Thank you. Merry Christmas. It's Did good to be get- here. Did you get your tissues out after those voicemails? Especially the oh one about gosh. pink. Oh my gosh. Well, the the song about pink was amazing and that girl can sing so wonderfully. And um I don't I didn't catch the name of the person who wants to ride Zeus, but come on. Let's go. Come on out. <laughs> She's ready. <laughs> Anytime. Jennifer is here now too. Hey Jennifer. Hello. Merry Christmas to Jennifer, too. She's taking our calls all day. By the way, the phone lines are still open if you want to get in for the prizes. There are some lines open now, 435-272-1997. Call and get your name put on the list. But we are so packed packed today that we have to get to our next guest, who we did did record. Why don't you tell us about him, Jamie? I mean, why? Everybody (laughs) knows him. He's amazing. He's the George. I mean... Nobody else in the world can you say the George and people know who you're talking about. It's, of course, George Morris. And um, we we recorded this uh, a while, uh, I guess a couple weeks ago, and it just sticks with me. It'll just stick with you. He's so awesome and he's so real. And he he gets away with something that Glenn's not going to let anybody else get away with. And that's picking more than one fantasy ride. Yeah. <laughs> yeah what was I going to tell George? No. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to get yelled at. So <laughs> wrap it up. Yeah, I know. So, so this is the George Morris for his second time on with us. I love him. And we say good morning and happy holidays to the Mr. George Morris. How are you, Mr. Morris? Oh, I'm very well. I just rode three horses and gave a few lessons, and that always is a happy day for me. That is God. That has to be the best day for you. So, um, yeah. do you have any special holiday plans coming up? What is what is Christmas like for George Morris? Well, I'm not a big holiday person. I've got a very understanding family, uh, and always have had a very understanding family because Thanksgiving and Christmas, I look at my watch at nine o'clock and say to my Mother, when can I go to the Oxford Club to ride? And she said, oh, George, wait until 12 or 1 o'clock or wait till we have lunch. So holidays, we're always getting to the club and riding. And since then, it's always been flying somewhere. Or sometimes I see my sister in Fort Lauderdale or I'm in Brazil or uh, I'm not a, I don't pay a lot of attention to holidays, to be honest. Well, the horses have to eat and get work no matter what, I guess. 
Well, I had a special treat on my birthday. My husband took me to go see the movie Harry and Snowman, and I was incredibly surprised and pleased to see you in that movie. Oh, that's a great movie, and I I knew Harry very well. And once he gave me a horse, it turned out to be my Olympic horse. And so Harry and I go back 60 years, and I knew Snowman well. I watched him many times. So uh, all of that movie was very nostalgic, and it was a beautifully done. Ron did a beautiful job with that movie, and it was very factual and great movie, great movie. Well, after our interview last year, you did say to me that you liked me, and so I've kind of figured that we're kind of best friends now. And so when I saw that movie, I'm like... I know that guy. He's my friend. <laughs> good, 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 good. <laughs> so uh, you well, are. I think never... my bark is, is my bark is worse than my bite. Well. I mean, sometimes my bite is bad, but I think my bark is worse. <laughs> That's how you keep people in line, though. Is is you got to? Yep. I didn't tell anybody that you're a big softie. Yep. Okay, I kept that secret close. <laughs> <laughs> not around horses, I'm not. No, no, no. I'm, I was brought up. I was brought up strict, and I'm that way around horses and working with horses and horse people. It's too dangerous a sport to get complacent or too loose. So, you're riding still every day. Obviously, you're not. Well, that's, as young. My, that's the reason I got into the sport when I was seven. You know, I didn't get in for to be a teacher. Uh, riding is my first passion. I, I then became interested in teaching, but it's still a second passion. It's not my first passion. My first passion is riding, and I'm so lucky that I can still ride. Uh, and, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's what I like. So when you are teaching your clinics, I do know that uh, most of the time you will ride one of the horses that is in the clinic. How do you decide which one you are going to pick? Who's how did how did does well, that I get try to at my age? I try to be somewhat sensible because I'm not sensible. I always loved very hot, very difficult blood type horses. I try to watch the horses for a while and I try to see. I don't care if they're difficult as long as they're not quirky. Uh, so I try to be sensible, but it's always a risk. And uh, my age, it is a bigger risk. Uh, so I try, most most every group I ride one. Uh, always the big difficulty for people is how to work a horse, not how to jump a horse. You know how to jump a horse. Most hunter jumper people know how to jump a horse way better than they know how to ride a horse. So... Uh, Mostly I do that. I still jump in my clinics. Uh, somebody said, oh, I wish you would jump higher. Well, I said, you know, I don't, unless I really knew the horse, uh, I'm not going to jump higher. Maybe B-Star I would jump higher. Like uh, you have <laughs> anything to prove at this point. Like you're still proving you can I don't, do I don't, it. I don't, need, <laughs> I don't need to jump much higher. <laughs> Now, we when we talked to you last, I really felt like yeah. we got to know a little bit more of the behind-the-scenes George Morris. And um, I, I know now that you have written a book 
called Unrelenting, The Real Story, Horses, Bright Lights, and My Pursuit of Excellence. Talk to us uh, yep. about the book. Well, I'm a very close friend of Trafalgar Press, Martha Cook and Company, uh, there in Vermont. And I've done lots with them over the years. And, and she nudges me here and there in the, doing books. And uh, I thought about this biography. And then, then when I get close to meeting the girl that was coming to help me with it, I sort of dreaded it, but then I loved Karen Terry, who, who helped me write the book. She wrote the book, actually, and I told her what to write. And I decided if I was going to write about my life, I was going to write about my whole life, not just about heels down, eyes up, go to the McCray finals. <clears throat> and I wrote it because people have questioned good friends, rightfully sort of questioned me why I wrote so many intimate details about other parts of my life and that, that I, I did that to help people, young people that had, I had, I had a very nervous constitution. I was very timid uh, from a very early age. I was a little bit baffled from a very early age, but I think that, that, that people are born with a sexual orientation. I don't think they suddenly acquire it. And I was, I'm looking back, 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 back. Uh, well, I had lots of girlfriends for a long time. Uh, I always had, I always had a sexual orientation of being gay. And if that can help one kid, if what I talked about my life, my crazy life, the vicissitudes of gay life, way worse than straight life. If that can help one kid, I'm happy. If that can help one timid kid that's not a talented writer go far, I'm happy because all those things were me. I was a pathetic, timid, stiff, sexually confused, teenager that luckily because I had great parents, I had a great location where I grew up. I had great trainers. I had great horses, great luck with judges and whatnot. It's all in the book. I have had a very, very good career. And I want, I want you to know other things besides the horse part. What, what, what I experienced, the, the, the difficulties because they're going through that. There are thousands of people now, young people especially, that are going through what I went through. And it's helpful to hear that someone else that came out the other end with quite a big success had all those same problems. That's why I did it. I was... Uh, if I could, I'd give you a big old hug right now because I think that's such an important message and it's important to let people yes. know that they're not alone. Yes, it's important. Yes, it's important because some very good friends were very nicely critical about it and I don't care what they think. Um, if I can just help somebody. Well, I think you help us. In those departments, I am very happy. 
Well, I think you help people. I think you have accomplished that goal. I think you help horses and people. And I just thank you very much for for doing that. I was going to ask why this was important to you, and and you have answered that question for sure without a doubt. George? Well, I know people, even though they don't ask me, wonder, and, you know, it's it's risque, and my, you know, my life has been very risque, to be perfectly honest, uh, <laughs> which I am in the book. Uh, I mean, I could have written the real book <laughs> if they wanted to hear the real book. But anyway, they didn't want to hear the real book. But that I'll call you later. That would have been on the different shelf, George. You're going to the real book. Darren, Darren, Darren wants to write the second <laughs> so that's, that's I'm just explaining to your audience why there are all those different facets to the book. When we talked the last time, you talked about your time in New York and, and in theater. I get asked to do a lot of seminars now and to talk about the success of the Horse Radio Network. And one of the things I tell people who are getting into the business we're in is everybody I talk to, whether they're going to college for whatever, is take theater classes, take acting classes. I And I was an actor for a lot of years. I believe, Absolutely. I believe it helps you in everything you do, from sales to just life, don't you? Isn't that what you would agree with that? But before I went to the neighborhood playhouse, I could not go with Bill Steinkraus to local Connecticut functions to talk about the USCT in front of people. I had to take a Dale Carnegie. I could not physically do it. And Dale Carnegie took a course when whenever the neighborhood playhouse uh, really nothing to do with horses, but that made it possible for me to talk and teach and yeah, yeah. I, I think it's so important that everybody do that. You know, this is the holidays, and we have a question that we're asking all of our guests today, and that is your fantasy ride is our theme for the Holiday Radiothon, and we're, we're in the first hours of the 12 Hours Live here today. Everybody wants to know if you could pick a horse that's from history, any part of history, alive or dead, currently, currently on the stage, that you could ride as kind of your fantasy horse, who would it be? Well, of course, it'd be Lots of horses ridden. <laughs> Luckily, I had lots of great hunters and, and jumpers and Olympic horses that I did ride. But in the old days, my fantasy horse would be Hulla, Hans Gunther Winkler's Olympic gold medal horse in Stockholm in 56 and the previous world championships. Uh, Hulla was a blood horse. I'm not sure how much trotter and thoroughbred she had in it, but she was very, very hot. She was very sensitive. She had an enormous scope. She was very, very careful at that time, that era, and she was very unorthodox. Uh, but I would have loved to have ridden her. And I know, you know, most of your listeners don't know who Hala was because I was in the 50s. Uh, currently, I would say three horses, uh, all favorite famous, more current horses. Jim Twist, of course, was the A's oh. in the 90s. He's not as current. Jim Twist, owned by Frank Chappell. Yeah. Hexted, uh, oh. ridden by Eric Lamaze. Oh, yeah. And Dalla Bay, ridden by Rodrigo Pessoa. Also very hot horses, blood horses. 
very sensitive, very scopy, very careful. Uh, my, my, that's my type of heart. So of the current era, those would be the three. And I hate to pick one because I'd like to ride all three. And then in the old days, holla with Huntsman the Vinkler. We know, we know that you're busy and have a lot more to do today. Thank you so much for joining us on our Holiday Radiothon. You can, George's book would make a great holiday gift. You can find it at most bookstores uh, as well as Amazon. It's Unrelenting, The Real Story, Horses, Bright Lights, and My Pursuit of Excellence. It, it would make any horse person a great stocking stuffer. So. Or, or just do it. Yeah, it's your history. Do what I just did, and that's buy it while you're listening to this, because now I have to hear some of these stories that we can't talk <laughs> Even about better. on the radio. <laughs> we'll, we'll put the link in our show notes yeah, as well, George. Yeah, very much. I'm very honored to be asked. Well, there you go. Good job, Jamie. That was an excellent interview once again. Gosh, he just he just went places that I didn't think he was going to go, and he's just amazing. Yeah, he is, and it was a fun interview. Thank you so much for doing that. But we have to keep going because we have we're rocking and rolling today. We have so much to do. Jamie will tell us about her fantasy ride in the next hour, and also apparently she has a big announcement that she hasn't even told Jennifer and I, and I'm a little nervous actually. So big announcement, people! Woo, life hour. changing. But we need some help. We need to pick a winner for the prizes, and we're going to get some help because it is the year of the listener with one of our listeners. She's been waiting 53 minutes. Celeste, thank you so much for waiting. (laughs) Hi, guys. Merry Christmas. What's up? You better plug in your phone. Battery's going to die. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no worries. I I had to listen on the way in, driving in, so I just called in and listened from there. Well, thank you so much, Celeste. Uh, real quick, before we get to the prizes, tell us what who your fantasy ride is. I sent you a voicemail, too, but I sounded pretty awful, so I'll tell you without a cold. <laughs> I would love to have ridden uh, just once on Teddy O'Connor, the little super pony oh, that went through all that with Karen O'Connor. Oh, good choice. Yeah. Good choice. <laughs> good choice. Yeah. Very good choice. <laughs> Well done. All right. How about you help us pick a prize winner? But first, Wendy's going to tell us about the prizes. All right. So our prizes this hour. First, we have a your choice of any North Run bridal up to $200. And for decades, North Run bridles have been made with quality worksmanship and assembled with stainless steel hardware and using the finest stitching. North Run Salary is owned and operated by people who understand that a business is built on satisfaction, and they won't be satisfied until you are. Personal customized, personalized customer service, the highest standard of quality, and the best reasonable prices are what they stand for. North Run Salary means quality. Find them at northrun.com. That's northrun.com. And our second prize is the favorite Cowgirl Woo-hoo. Coffee Christmas pack worth over $100. You guys have been drinking it all morning. Jamie, do you have yours? <laughs> I have had several cups of mine. <laughs> and now I need probably to detox a little bit. Yes. Sorry, <laughs> I'm, I'm starting to shake in a great way. In a good way. <laughs> so our prize pack contains two Made in the USA favorite Cowgirl Coffee mugs. One pound each of the Christmas coffee and holiday grog, and two sample six-packs with a wonderful assortment of favorite cowgirl coffees. The holiday grog is a smooth, yummy butterscotch flavor mixed with a heavenly hint of hazelnut. And the That's Christ- what I'm drinking right now, and it's amazing. It is Woo! good. It is good. And the Christmas coffee is a dark-eyed beauty with lots of syrupy richness. 
The favorite cowgirl coffee mugs are made exclusively for Forever Cowgirl. They're handcrafted and lead-free, microwave-safe, and dishwasher-proof. Each is signed on the bottom by the artist, where beauty and brew come together. Wake up your inner cowgirl and enjoy. Visit forevercowgirl.com. That's forevercowgirl.com. Celeste, are you ready? Ready. All right. Pick a number between 1 and 198. How about 73? What was that again? 73. 73. 73. All right, Wendy. Wendy has the list. 73 is Joanne Strauss. Joanne Strauss wins the North Run Bridal worth $200. And not only that, she gets to pick from any of their bridles up to $200. So congratulations, Joanne. And now we have a second winner. And this hour is, or for this hour, and that's the favorite Cowgirl Coffee Pack worth $100. That's a lot of coffee, people. So, uh, all right. You ready? Between 1 and 198. Um, how about 123? 123 is Martha Coors. Martha Coors wins that. Congratulations, guys. Good job. Well, thank you so much for calling mm-hmm. in, Celeste, but we have a show to do. We have to get to the second hour. Can't believe the first hour is already over. Thank you, Celeste. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Bye, guys. Bye. Merry Christmas. All right. Time to roll into the second hour, people. We have Jamie staying with us, and we have a couple of great guests in the second hour as well that you're going to want to hear. A a living legend in the second hour and the king of OTTBs. Well, at least he's become the king of OTTBs. All of that coming up, plus Jamie's big announcement. 